I'm giving up a lot today to be talking to you too. Oh. Because today is the last two games of the NBL season. Mm-hmm. And both games are pivotal to who makes the playoffs and who doesn't, including the hometown Perth Wildcats. Mm. So I will be I'm missing one game as we speak. And I will definitely be off this call prior to the Perth Wildcats game. Well, I don't know what you two think, but for people who are getting thirsty on a basketball court, I reckon this stuff would be pretty good, right? Kool-Aid. Are you drinking the Kool-Aid, Martin? Well, no, we actually uh, discovered this recently. At a, no, not a sponsor. Maybe oh, okay. they will be. Just check. birds allowed outside. I apologise to everyone. Throw a rock or something. But without hitting them, that would be irresponsible. Um, we discovered it like a snack place nearby in Port Kembla. Or is it Warrawong? I'm not sure that... I'm not sure where the border is, but um, is this something that you drink often, Jason, as an American? Because we always hear that you're all drinking the Kool-Aid. Never. No, I've not had that since I was probably, wow, 10 years old or something. It's been a very long time. Well, that would be great for me, given that I do that whole cordial mix thing, you know, those sugar-free alternatives that you always make fun of me for drinking. So Yes. I'm looking at that, Martin, and I'm thinking that that looks anything but sugar-free. Oh, no, that's pure sugar. So Kool-Aid is different to cordial, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Kool-Aid has zero benefit to the human body. There's there's no reason that should go inside of a human. But it says here there's a little Kool-Aid man and he's in the shape of a jug with a smiley face. It's caffeine-free, so that's good. The only thing Kool-Aid is good for is if you need a wall taken down quick. Then you call in the Kool-Aid man, he busts through the door, through the wall, wall's uh, gone, handled. Question though, mm. flavors, what flavors are they? Are they local to Australia flavors or are they just something boring like cherry? Well, the one that I'm holding in my hand right now is pineapple, but at the top it says piña hyphen pineapple. So I'm not sure if they're just catering to different languages or markets are actually claiming that it's called piña pineapple. Whatever. And the other one is probably your favorite, orange. Orange. (laughs) But interestingly, and I find this funny, the Kool-Aid man, with whom I'm not as familiar as you obviously are, Mm. Jason, does not seem to change color according to the flavor. He No, he's always red. Red. He's also spilling some of himself outside of his own jug abdomen. He is a filthy mess. That is excellent, man. Good find. Uh, I would like to just trial something i'm going to now say that famous phrase and then we're going to get jason to say it and it's going to we're going to see who sounds more authentic and authoritative okay so here we go which phrase is this you go first martin you've been drinking the kool-aid okay jason what what, can you can you elaborate on this famous this this quoted famous phrase you've been drinking the kool-aid You've been drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay. Which one, which one sounds, which one sounds better, Martin? Which is more authentic? More authentic. Um, uh, what do you mean by authentic in this case? (laughs) If it were the Kool-Aid man, it would be, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be more authentic to the Kool-Aid. I just think, I just think somebody with an Australian accent saying, You've been drinking the Kool-Aid, mate. It's not okay, quite well, you as didn't authentic. sound like that. I reckon you... Okay, now that I'm, I get what you're going... I get where you're going with this. Jason probably sounds more authentic as the American, but in mm. terms of appearing in an ad or a bit of a corporate presentation spin, I think you take the authenticity cake, Andrew. Different markets, different audiences. Um, you both win in your own spheres to be diplomatic. Yeah. If we were building out a year-over-year growth chart of the Kool-Aid brand, then obviously you would be king. I mean, there'd be no question. Yeah, like earlier, Andrew said the word pivotal when he he was almost like accidentally going to say pivot table. Pivot table, yeah. Yeah, he's like- like, And then he pivoted to say pivotal. Yeah, this is the pivot table game between Perth and uh, the other one. Martin, are you young, old enough, I should say, to remember the Coddy's Cordial song? 
Yeah, of course. To make the cordial that I like best. Yeah. yeah. My dad makes the fruit. The ghost yeah, exactly. But, but did you sing the alternative version that everyone at primary school would sing? Ah, oh, yeah, I did. What you have to remind me. Like exactly my what dad it was. picks his bum. That whole thing. Yeah. Rather than picking the fruit. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Which is not really sanitary. I wouldn't suggest you that guys. when manufacturing any food product. Classic the YouTube. You, Jason will find the YouTube and it's, uh, it's classic Australian TV. Yeah. There's so many good ones. There's like the Vegemite song, you know, Rose in Every Cheek. You've got Meadow Lee, you know, ought to be congratulated. You've got to appreciate your mum, everyone. That is if she is fulfilling the role as, you know, margarine or butter spreader. Dads can too, all right? Got to be modern. Good on you, mom. Yeah, I've come across a lot of classic commercials when I've been hunting for the old um, uh, commercials that I play before we do the live things. Yes. So I have quite a few old commercials that I've seen just looking for the gems. And now I've got a couple more to add. This is such an incredible show. And this is what people tune in for. Some people do more than tune in. Some people pay money. What? Who would do that? They do that because they want to be members of OnePrimePlus.com. OnePrimePlus.com. <laughs> so much money's coming in. We we actually could pay for that soundbite. So there you go. <laughs> and I believe we have a new OnePrimePlus member, a new Plusian, Hemispherian, if you will. Yeah. Should I? Can I give the shout out? Shout it. From the rooftops. Incoming. Oh, okay. We have stepping into the ring, not to be messed with, weighing in at 224 pounds, six foot five, Peter W. Are we asking that on the form now for people to actually put in their weight and height? Are you uh, sharing just, private data? I'm just making numbers up. I don't even, I don't even know what 224 pounds is. It's like, it's like seven kilos? Four stones. I, I don't know. Not a clue. But Peter W., thank you for your support of OnePrimePlus.com. Uh, I actually just looked it up. It, 224 pounds in stone is uh, 15.9 stone, apparently. So Okay, and let me just do 224 pounds is 101 kilograms. So, Peter W., actually lighter than me at this stage. There we go. I'm just slightly off my playing weight at the moment. So mm, Well, it's all right. You got two games to get there. So <laughs> Andrew's BMI will be in the show notes. <laughs> we'll give I'm you trending the, towards morbidly obese We'll give you the, the login to his uh, smart scale So you can keep track of him <laughs> Thank you Peter, Peter w, w For legend. being part of One Prime Plus And I mentioned Livewatch earlier This show actually goes out Two or three days before The next Livewatch actually Which is February 11th um, US Pacific time And then you know, figure out the rest from there. It's in our Discord, which if you are or are not One Prime Plus, Discord it up. But uh, yeah, live watch coming up, and all the details are in Supercast. So look at the Supercast feeds if you are a One Prime Plus member, and it's all in there. So thank you, Peter W. and everyone else. Now I'm seeing a robot. Yeah. Uh, about source code. Mm, You're yeah. the robot, Jason. Yeah, I mean, we usually like well, to dive so- in. Did you say toma- like tomato sauce? I wish, yeah. Manual of dispensing is so yesterday. but Sauce code, you know. yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking sauce code. <laughs> I like that you actually pronounce the two differently, where it's, that's one of those Australian words where it's yep, like... The same. Yep. Straight yeah. from the source. What? As in the source code? No, the source. The source is from the source. Oh, Give up. Anyway. <laughs> so today, I just wanted to bring up one quick thing. This happened a couple weeks ago, but we didn't actually have a chance to talk about it. The source code, or sauce code, as you all say, for the Apple Come Lisa on, guys, catch up. was released <laughs> uh, 40 years, I think, ago. Something like that is when that was happening. So that's quite a while ago. Jeez. But I just I found two bits 
interesting with this, and I don't think we need to really dive in too much. But the first one was somebody did an analysis of the code for how many times that the F word was in there. I thought that was fun. It was something like a dozen different times, and each one of them was gold. So uh, I will link that in the show notes so you can go look at it. But I just thought that was great because um, they were very you know passionate when they were writing their comments and their code. Is that, <laughs> is that in the that. comments or is that an yeah. actual um, In code? the comments, yeah. In okay, the, the, it's not, yeah. there's not a... <laughs> no, I don't think it's there's not variables a call. It's not a call. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But they actually found the week later that it was an acronym for frequently, uh, frequently underused critical kernel. So well, it was all just a... Sh- damn know, it. You know. Took the fun out of that one. Thanks for that, Martin. Jeez. He took the I fun out, but he didn't, he didn't take the fart out of it. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, wow. dead joke. Australia. Coming in strong today. Uh, the second thing was... I downloaded it, obviously, because I'm going to do nothing with it, but everyone should have a copy of the Lisa source code, just in case. Um, and it unzipped to a whopping 27 megabytes, which is wild because then I thought, what is a, what's a, like just a, you know, you, you're taking a picture with your phone, you get a blurry crap one. You're going to go delete. Like, what does that take up in space? So I went and looked and I took a crappy photo on purpose that was blurry and it was 64.3 megabytes for one photo <laughs> on my phone. Really? Which is All just right. insane that in 40 years you go from like everything in the system being 27 to a crap throwaway photo being 64 megabytes. It's just nuts. May I so, just ask though? Yeah. Sorry to get all specific yeah. on your or picky on that Please megabyte do. number for the photo. It what photo settings photo. are you using? Raw a photo. Raw, okay. Yeah. Raw photo iPhone 14 Pro. Yeah, you gotta get okay. some heat. You gotta get some heat going on that. Yes, that. Well, yeah, if I did the, the compressed and all that crap, yeah, it would be like a couple. But just with with what ease I can create 65 megabytes of garbage is just fun. And yeah, so there you go. Apple Lisa source code. I have no use for it, but it's cool that it's available. And I bet someone is gonna do something with it. Yeah, can you run it in an emulator, or is it just not possible? I have no idea. I'm sure there are people far more intelligent in that area than me that are probably already creating like kits so you can run your own Lisa at home on a Raspberry Pi or something. I have mm. to imagine. So I'll, I don't know. Now I will go find out, and I will link them if they do. Now I'm seeing another robot. There's another robot, Jason. You're up next. I'm scared of this robot. Well, this one was actually a, a joke. I wasn't actually going to do this. <laughs> this was more to strike fear into both of you. The, the, the title for everyone's listening um, is Comprehensive 12-Level Deep Dive on Obsidian. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody's really talking about this application from what I've seen on the internet. I've heard basically nothing. I, I don't understand I why no one's talking about geology. I was talking. confused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, today on Geology Corner, I'm going to talk about my well, favorite Well, 12 levels, rocks. you're talking about strata, it's, you know, yeah. into the earth. No, it's know. it's true. And they're different at each level. It's very true. Um, no, I am not going to give a comprehensive 12-level deep dive on Obsidian today. Wink, wink. Mm. That could happen in the future. Um, but no, that was a joke. But I did see that, that Andrew played into my joke and put a sub bullet underneath my my comment. So I am curious uh, as to what this basketball underneath is re- is relating to and if there's anything I can do to help. Yes. Well, the great irony on this, my sub bullet says, do I need to get up, give up on LogSeq? The great irony of this is that Jason for so long has been asking me and Martin, gentlemen, have you heard the good word? <laughs> you heard the good word about obsidian and it's always been a joke because he's always laughed at the cult of obsidian oh yeah obsidian. Mm. look at all these losers getting so into it's a plain text editor it could do markdown oh and it's <laughs> ugly and it and it's like why would anybody use this piece of junk oh, have you heard the good word about obsidian that was such a good impression by the way that was like spot on i am sure you've gotten similar messages from jason over the time Yes. <laughs> Pause. Yes. And I, and I derided it and thought, what an idiot, and went on my merry way of yeah. using LogSeq. As you should. 
because it's an outliner. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jason sends me another message. Have you heard the good word about Obsidian? No, 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 really, have you? <laughs> I'm like, what? I know the good word. No, 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 the good word. Like, I am using Obsidian and I am now telling you the good word. You need to understand the good word. Suddenly he went from being a gentle door knocker, just handing me a leaflet of information, seeing if I was interested in the good word, to literally dragging me out the door, taking me to the synagogue, putting me down, putting handcuffs around my wrists so that I could hear the good word. About Just to interject, we are not claiming that any people of Jewish descent or belief do actually use uh, tools such as handcuffs to indoctrinate <laughs> or convert people. No, no, I was not thinking. I was thinking more Scientology, <laughs> probably, if you're going to ask me of anything. Do they have synagogues? Is that anyway? Uh, I don't know. I don't place know. of worship as, in general. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think they have places that they jump on couches. Um, <laughs> so... so uh, <laughs> Jason's love of Obsidian has gone from a joke to a real thing. <laughs> and the level of about face that he has gone through has made me question whether my love for Logseek is misplaced and that perhaps I too should be embracing the good word of Obsidian. <laughs> what do I do, guys? I-, I tried Obsidian before. I didn't like it. But now Jason's talking about it so much and he's such an enabler. <laughs> it's true. It is one of my best qualities. This is like when someone gets cool new shoes at school and you want their shoes. Is that it? Yes. Something but like that. These shoes have plugins. Plugins. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like? Crocs with gibbets? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you can put little like charms on them and little stones from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like Pandora for your feet. Right? Are you actually using LogSec? So I, well, I ran out of things to put in it. It's the problem. I realize I don't create a lot of content. I think you're done it. then. I think you just... Right. <laughs> that's it. If you've run out of so, things to, to create in your life, then I think you're just done. And you don't need any tool. That's a bit morbid. You're done, Andrew. Just give up. Just roll over. Don't even worry. I decided to create an Obsidian database. And look, this is not going to be a 12-step guide to Obsidian, but it's going to be my two-step guide to my Obsidian mm-hmm. vault. If you're okay. so interested. I'm dying. Oh, I'm bursting. Okay. Bring it on. Okay. All right. So I got a, let me just click through here. Yes. On the 28th of the 1st in 2023 in my daily note. Yes. I have two notes. Okay. I ordered a replacement Lego space helmet visor for Benjamin. Good. That's a good thing you want to note that down. That's good. Because that came, it came in the packet and the little pin area where it clips onto the helmet the visor oh, wouldn't it wasn't clip on it was broken misformed but lego right. oh, top quality customer service you just ask for the new bit and they send it no yeah. questions and asked where would you have logged that if you didn't have your obsidian vault that's this, my question this is the point i'm probably i'm gonna regret asking this question but why are you logging that because i might forget but haven't you sent an email or some correspondence which is the record that they will respond to Martin, I think I think I think you're missing the point here. You're, you're missing the point, okay? This is a vault, okay? This is his vault, and this is his daily note about his Lego space helmet. That's the thing you're missing, I think. So clearly, now that you've got that, uh, continue on, please. With, so we've got with that the way. bullet point number two. <laughs> so now I have my 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 second bullet of two bullets. Bullet point okay. two, yeah. The same note, yes. though? This is the same, same note. note. Same, same note. It was a busy day. Busy two day. Bullet points. Two bullet points this day. Okay. It can, and by the way, it can handle that much information. I just want to let you know, like, the vault is pretty mm. sturdy. So two bullet points, no problem. We're good. We got you. Okay. It's yeah. good to know. So this bullet point says, yeah. Jason Burke. Mm. Jason Burke has double brackets around it. So it's a wiki link. Oh, wow. Right. Jason Burke advises me that obsidian is the good word. Wow. So you're, you are being kind of self-referential about the thing of which you're writing in right now. Yes. And so I click, this is the power. Now I'm going to get to the power of obsidian. Is this the power? Is this a power Mm. user moment right here? Are are you going to, to as I mentioned, Jason Burke is a, is a clickable link. He is. Yes. I'm going to click it. Click me. Bam. It's taken me to another note. 
That note is called Jason Burke. Oh. It has one line in it, mm-hmm. and it says, my Apple enabler. Ah. It's all coming together. So now, if you ever forget, you have a way to get back to that point. Who is Jason Burke? I don't I know. forget who he is. Better click that up. link. Yeah, that's great. There you go. I can go right. right back to it. Push the back arrow. I'm back at the, back at the uh, the Daily Note. <sighs> if if you need more of a sales pitch than that, I don't know even what's going on. So I think you're on your way. Honestly, I think you're ready to go. I think you're ready to, to uh, get rid of Logzack and move on. So Martin, have you heard? Have you heard the good word? <laughs> this is I've not, heard it, and that's it. This is not really a Martin tool. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there right now. I think I think the two layers that we've got on this is good for now. We'll come back to the remaining 10 at a later date. Okay, but, people can't wait. Um, I, do, I do appreciate you taking this in like a, a stepped approach where we'll do the two two levels now and then we'll come back. We don't want to overwhelm. We're, we're you know, we, we want to be considerate of people's time. So we'll, we'll, we'll end there. But uh, thank you for that uh, illuminating uh, walkthrough. So I'm just a little bit confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you moving? Have you moved? What the hell's going on? Um, I'm concurrently running both. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fence setter, is what he's So doing. now I have no idea where I put anything. Once again, I'm back to my original problem. As long as you're linking both of them to each other somehow so that you know, two months down the track when you do decide it's very hard to dismantle all of the knowledge management and connections that you've built. Yeah. That would make for a great episode. Oh, of course. I've still got, and I'm still keeping all the source files in Dev and Think and then referring to meeting oh, notes in God. Agenda. Oh, God. So uh, there's all that still to unravel. Is this a joke or is this true? No, well, no, that's, that's legit. That's 100% true. It has to be. No one would joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Jason's confused because you're talking about source files and he's thinking you're keeping knowledge like management files about, you know, like, like with the pasta. Now. What is, is like this? a pasta thing? Yeah. I don't, I'm so confused. Ketchup. It, well, you got to distinguish your files. master foods, your fountain, different Heinz options. It's very difficult. At least you just continue using the same calendar forever. At least there's like some stability <sighs> in the world Ooh, of calendars. Nice segue. Oh. Nice segue to the next basketball. That is really <laughs> what's important here is like. You may not ever know where your knowledge is, but you always know what's coming up on the next day because your calendar is always the same. Am I right? You're sort of right. You're not really right. You're kind of wrong. Damn it. Thankfully, due to the Apple calendar system where they can all cross-talk with one another based off a central Mm. database, yes, my calendar data is still safe, but the interface in which I access that data is changing Mm. because Fantastical put their prices up some time ago. I'm not renewing. It's too expensive for us Australians now, Martin. Didn't subscribe, didn't know, but sure. No, it's been, it's been great. It's always been a little bit annoying, and I've never really used it to its full capacity. And I tried, I tried for a while to use its um, bookings. It has a system where other people can book a meeting in your time. Yes. And it was, eh, it was a bit iffy. Um, I think all those meeting booking systems are a bit iffy, though, to be perfectly honest. Just the nature of uh, the... Lovely iCal, ICS system or whatever it uses. CalDAV. Fantastic, although it's just gotten too expensive. So I'm needing to find a new option. Okay. And the new option is the old option, which is the app I used to use an eon ago. Right. I've gone to BusyCal. Okay. Which is part of the setup subscription that I already am Correct. paying for. So that's good. Okay. But that's and just not to be clear, enough. Have you already moved there, or is this being run at the same time? Same time. Oh, guaranteed. Fantastical, like your note thing. Yeah, well, Fantastical hasn't actually expired yet. I've still got. No, like he's going to run it. So he's going to run I'm it. Running he it till it expires. Hates it. Doesn't like it. Doesn't want to use it. But we'll keep for using it, it until the very end because <laughs> he's got to use up that last dollar fifty two's worth of subscription. That's uh, exactly right. Okay. So that's my uh, that's my Mac solution there. Busy mm. Cal. Yeah, well, right. it's on the on the it's on on the iOS as well, right? So you're good there. Well, yeah, it's not great though on the iOS. So I'm trying something a little different with iOS. I've been trying TimePage, uh, which is the Moleskine. Oh app. right, yeah, okay. I, apparently, I'm grandfathered into some plans, so I don't have to buy the in-app. I must have bought it many many years ago, and I'm still grandfathered in. It's 
it's quite cute, but it's not as immediately accessible as Fantastical, so that's a bit of a challenge. So you're saying cute is not your like number one bullet point you want from a calendar app? That's not I don't. I don't. No. So where okay. I think I'm gonna land is um for iOS is Apple Calendar. Calendar three <laughs> Calendar three sixty six. Calendar three six that's the name of it? Yeah. I highly recommend it. It has all the same it has calendar sets, which is kind of one of the great features of Fantastical. Mm. It has a has a display very similar to it. Okay. So I think Calendar 366 is going to be the iOS solution for me. And for my bookings, I want to thank listener to the show Joshua who recommended cal.com. If you need bookings or you need somebody to schedule meetings with you outside your organization, cal.com is a free option. Most of these places charge like $200 a year for other people to make bookings with you. Cal.com does it, and it supports CalDev and Fastmail. Okay. So for all you, you heard it here second. Are, all you people who are annoyed with Fantastic Cal, here's the solution. Follow my referral code to subscribe to Setup. <laughs> uh, here it about. is. Here's the old bait and switch. Okay. It's just three easy steps. Give me money, give me money, give me yeah. money, and I don't care what happens to you. Now, because you've got a new subscription, you're going to need to track your money a little more carefully. So follow my subscription referral link to YNAB <laughs> to help, help you manage your money better. Why can we just can can I can we just cut to the chase here real quick? And can you just give them? You have like a link that goes to all this crap. So let's just give them that. They can sign up for all the shit that you're hawking, and it'll be it'll be good for everybody. Is that fair? Yeah. Let me just double check that URL. I believe it is Kenyon blog slash save save. There you go. Save. You could save. Doesn't sound spammy at all. So much. And it takes you to a, a page. Beautiful. Look at that. I'm looking at it now. Hmm. Affiliate links. No, I would never. Remember, and it has a reminder at the top. If you don't pay for a service, then you are the product. Right. And how much was cal.com again? Oh, yeah, that was free. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just checking. (laughs) I had to ask. I love it when we unwind all of Andrew's schemes. It's great. Very good. All right. So if you're looking for a, a convoluted calendar solution um, or a sweet solution, you might call it, uh, that is right there for you. So thank I you. ask questions that I sometimes regret, right? But I'm going to ask it. I'm still lying. What is wrong with using, just to be specific here, calendar.app? What is wrong with doing that? <laughs> There's no answer. <laughs> it's so default. That is not an answer. It's, it's got friction points. You know what's default? Wearing underwear. Do you wear underwear? <laughs> Daily. All right, there you go. So you're really basic, Andrew. To be fair, though, that also has friction points sometimes. So, What, calendar or underwear? Uh, underwear, but we can go back to calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes a thigh chafe. Um, that calendar, it's, it's okay. It's, but you, you get annoyed. It, like, it doesn't have the calendar sets. If you're managing multiple, multiple calendars, it's a little annoying. I don't like the display, the presentation. It just looks a little ugly. Not enough density. Well, it looks like a calendar. It's not enough density. You heard it here first. Especially on iOS. Like the Mac version's a little better, I think. You're right. I, I regret asking this. Martin, calendar on Mac used to be good. And then they got rid of the leather and the stitching. Yeah, the little torn yeah. edge. That's yeah, really and it's just never it. been the same since. Yeah, it makes sense. Skeuomorphism okay. for the win. So just checking real quick, Martin, was there any more questions about calendar? You didn't want to ask any more questions, right? No, that okay. is absolutely Okay, okay good. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Did I mention what my calendar has been back? I said Fastmail, didn't I? And I said, you did. I said that, you, that I have a referral code to Fastmail. You've said Canyon. that three or four times. Save. Yep, yeah, we got, yep, yeah, yep, got okay. So you will both now see that I'm putting strike through the calendar point. Okay, good. Which so, means it has been oh, I didn't completed. Even mention, no, I didn't even mention Wonderful. that. Wonderful. That's great. Quick we, recap, oh. quick recap. Everything from a note perspective, rock solid for you. That's good to hear. Everything from a calendar <laughs> perspective, rock solid. Happy to hear that. 
Um, so really all that's left, I guess, is what podcast you're listening to, which is surely not changed in a long time as well. Is that fair to say? So we can just move it's right fair past. To say, but I still need to back up, and I forgot to mention a critical app. Structured.app. Structured. Get structured. iOS, macOS. Is that getstructured.app? Uh, I don't know. I okay. Don't know. We don't know. That's okay. your job. You're, you That's do the show. Notes. You, I'll find that. You figure yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I'm it's on really that. cool. It's really cool. It helps you plan your day. You can move tasks around and assign mm. a, a window of time for them. So but, if you needed to say, like, okay, replace lego spaceman helmet and like eat breakfast and then all of a sudden it's like oh shoot i need to move those around that allows you to easily do that is that what you're saying yeah exactly it's really fun so it's like time block time blocking your day nice really like it okay you know even after this whole discussion i have no idea what you're doing yeah well that's okay I got the R roll. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I knew that was that was a pure fishing expedition. He's just like, Ooh. yeah, oh, there it yeah, is. Okay, absolutely. It. No, I understand. <laughs> I just wanted to annoy you. Okay, so we're good on calendars, good on uh-huh. notes, good on yep, podcasts. Yep, yep. There's nothing to say about podcast listening that I can see. Oh wait, no, there is another. There's another basketball. What? what I feel like it's a basketball heavy show today. I it's feel like pretty I'm dominating the microphone. Pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's well. This is actually not really. It's not really a massive topic for me. Okay. I just want to say recently, and I want to ask you guys, recently I've found that I've not been of the mind to listen to podcasts. And my cue is... Saying that on, on while recording a podcast meant for other people to listen to, you're saying people should not listen to podcasts? Is that... No, they should always listen to our podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. But my, yeah, I, I'm just saying I'm, all these podcasts that I have always been a pretty loyal listener to i've suddenly just don't have the motivation and i actually think this was put into my brain by my apple enabler jason burke oh no is this linked via the wiki well i haven't yet but i will okay i i believe jason you have some explaining to do because you've put this in my mind i'm now not listening to the same podcasts that i always have and it's your fault explain it's my fault oh okay Yep, I'll take the blame for that, uh, certainly. Um, I think what you're referring to is the fact that I deleted all of my podcasts is probably what you were referring to. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And okay. I thought, if yeah. you can do it, well, I, can, I can't delete. I'm not that <laughs> level, but I can stop it, listening. So can I. Because um, <laughs> you're my I, Apple enabler. I am, yeah, the Apple enabler that apparently enables things outside the Apple sphere, which is interesting. So maybe I should just be enabler? Maybe it would be a, a more appropriate title for me, but it, it's a wiki and it's Markdown, so you can change it, right? So, um, yeah, I'll take the blame, I suppose. I just recently got rid of just a lot. I had a, so many podcasts in my, I don't know, what do you even call it? Feed, uh, subscription list, whatever the heck you call it, you know, podcatcher. It, yeah, whatever you, <laughs> wherever you Stitcher. get your podcasts. <laughs> wherever you listen to your podcasts i love that i did i tell you guys recently i heard one that was something like listen to us on and it was like some super obscure thing and then it was like or wherever you get your podcasts <laughs> like who are you kidding <laughs> like no one's heard of this crap and then you're just gonna bundle all the real ones into this wherever you listen okay <laughs> sounds good um anyway changing the subject um no i i just cha- i had so much stuff in my life Every single day, I was overwhelmed. There was too much. I was never caught up. So why not just remove some stuff? And so I started hacking out a bunch of just content, whether it was podcasts, YouTube subscriptions, RSS feeds. I kind of just went through everything with a machete and just started cutting cutting stuff out to get back to a point where my goal was to leave myself wanting for more. And what I mean by that was that at the end of every day, week, whatever measurement, I wanted to be in the position where I was, call it bored, if you, you know, or whatever that feelings are just sort of like, oh, normally I just sort of have something always going or there's 50,000 RSS I haven't looked at or there's YouTube stuff piled up or podcasts. I wanted to get to the point every so often where I was just like, I don't have any stuff which would then make me hopefully go look for something new to sort of cycle stuff out. Because I think it's fair, 
And I, I know it's, we're talking about this on a show that could be in this bucket of getting cycled out. And honestly, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't think everything needs to be forever. You know, some podcasts have been around for 15 years now. If you had stopped listening at some point and came back later, I don't see that to be an issue. You shouldn't have to do something forever, especially if now it's just become habitual where it's like, I listen to X because I've always listened to X. So why would I not listen to X? What are they talking about today? Literally nothing I care about, but I'm going to listen to it anyway. Like that becomes a thing for me anyway. I don't want to speak too broadly here, but that was sort of what got me rolling on this to where I started with podcasts and then I went through YouTube. RSS was the same. So that now it was like, I get through RSS real quick. And then it's sort of left with like, oh, I'll go do something else now, I guess. So that's in a rambly kind of way, how this all happened to me. And I think I brought that up to you a week or two ago. I forget about that. I was talking to you about something and that sort of just came out of my mind. So yeah, Yeah. that's, uh, and I think it resonated with me. And so now I want to know what Martin thinks of all this, given that he is the resident podcast PhD expert. Yeah, that is actually a really good point. Oh, that's kind. So the question is how I feel about cutting things down or having lots or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like, is is the concept of perhaps having a, a holiday from podcast listening a healthy thing, a good thing, an interesting thing? I, know, what... I feel like I'm going to answer in a way that gets another eye roll from you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Let me stretch my eyeballs. I'm ready. So I have a lot of podcast subscriptions in Overcast. Sometimes I don't get to all of them and then I don't worry about it. That's, that is a personality thing. That's a hundred percent a personality trait. That's what that is. So I, yeah, I'd like to listen to, let's say podcast X every week. Sometimes I don't have time. And then the next one comes out and I go, okay. And you just swipe to delete, do you? No, I just leave it there. Martin can have an email badge that says 50,000 and not care. That's the difference. See, I got to get to inbox zero. I got to empty it out. I like that. I, I agree with both of you. I'm not saying, oh, it doesn't matter. And ideally, I'd like not to have, <laughs> you know, cruft building up. But That's it's the like, Martin voice. <laughs> That's Martin doing the impression of us doing the Martin voice. That's what that is. <laughs> I'm very confused. What did I do? This is the like, yeah, inbox zero is good, but uh, you just don't care. Whatever. Well, you know what? One day, sorry if this is morbid, one day you're going to be dead and the emails won't stop. They'll keep piling up because they won't know you're dead. Wait, are you saying that? Oh, wow. That's terrible. So inbox zero is something you shouldn't worry about. It's just like when, when we, like there was a neighbor who, you know, this is a few years ago who um, who died and mail kept coming into their mailbox. So you eventually tell them that's it and you move on. So what I'm saying is there's a, there's a grand bigger scheme to the world where I don't think you need to worry about how many podcast subscriptions are in your app. By the way, Martin, talking about emails building up in your inbox like that, do you know something that saves me day in, day out from that? Oh, problem? dear. It's SaneBox. Samebox keeps my inbox fresh and clean. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to try the magic of Samebox, you can get a trial. And if you want to find, a, you know, you want to, you want to save some money, just go to canyon.blog/save and click the referral link for Samebox. It's like the worst pitch man ever. It's just he. <laughs> Every every night he goes out to the bar with his friends and they're just like, God, how is he going to try to work in one of his saving coupon codes today? <laughs> exactly. That was a really nice sandwich. Well, let me tell you that the ingredients to make that sandwich could be on your doorstep in 30 minutes. Do you want my HelloFresh code? <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I was going to say HelloFresh, but I thought, I'm not going to put a brand in there and you said it for me. My God. Um, there it is. No, but honestly, with the podcast thing, I, I'm not really bothered, to be honest, if things build up. But with as you were kind of looking for the researchy vibe on this, I suppose, um, I, I think it is interesting 
thinking about fan communities or the sort of stuff that we generally listen to, there is a pressure to keep up with the latest of what multiple different people are saying. And then you kind of end up hearing the same thing across lots of different podcasts, which we probably do sometimes, but we kind of meander into a lot of BS at the same yeah, time. So maybe we're BS. not quite the same. Yeah. I don't know. I hope but so. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a problem. Like um, there are like major podcasters out there who do these tech shows and they're probably not super worried if you don't listen to every single episode, even if you're like a paying member or something. It's like, you know what? Enjoy what you can. We know there are others out there. Obviously, they're competing with each other, but I don't think producers or listeners need to worry. Just listen and enjoy and move on. So I think what Jason said is actually quite a, a healthy perspective to kind of go, you know what, I've reached the end of the queue, move on, do something else. Can I tell so you the most- that's, that's what I'd say. The most impactful part of this whole thing for me is being surprised again. Something will happen that was like two weeks ago and I'll go- <gasps> oh, that's cool. I had no idea X, Y, Z happened because I didn't hear about the rumor about it. And then like the other rumor and then the rumor changed. And then here's the release date and like, here's all the specs. And then it came out and it was like, I don't care. I've heard every goddamn thing about it to this point. Now it's like something happens. I'm like, oh, that's that's delightful. That is one massive benefit that I found in the last like couple of weeks. And it's been very nice. So, you know, this has reminded me of, sorry to, derail for a second here but listeners would remember the play school windows right oh how could they forget that's right now i don't know if you two are aware that there's a show that i'm not sure if it's actually on apple tv plus yet but it is coming if it isn't already called shape island no no i wouldn't know i won't find out until two weeks after it comes out and i'm gonna love that well there you go well i'm (laughs) warning you now and it reminded me of that episode that we did and this very you know kind of discussion that we just had now about who cares about what and who's picky or fussy or chaotic or whatever. Shape Island, there are three characters. There's a square, there's a circle, and although it isn't an arch, there's a triangle. And let me tell you, they kind of line up. Pardon? Is it related to the actual thing? Or is no, this no, just like a, a total ripoff? it's a separate rip-off. thing. Oh, okay. It, no, no, no. It's, it's a separate thing. It has nothing to do with Play School or any of that. So it's not really a ripoff of Windows, but there's a square, a circle, and a triangle. Roughly lining up for those kind of characters we were talking about. So wow. I would be interested. I would be interested to see how much uh, it kind of echoes the personality traits and quirks of this very podcast. Sounds like we have our mm. next live watch. Then I guess we're going to have to go through but, all those. But I laughed because when I watched the trailer, uh, Square liked things just so. <laughs> <laughs> I love Square. Good on you. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> Sounds like we got a copyright strike. Somebody was listening to the last show and has ripped it off. I think so. I think that's clearly where this came from. <laughs> we are a pretty big brand, and that's why we have a CDN. Tell us more. Yeah, big news. Um, I changed everything behind the scenes, and no one knows or cares about any of it, which was the intended consequence. We now have a proper content delivery network for <laughs> Hemispheric Views. Thank you Let all me for guess. listening. Let me guess. We, we have a server in the Northern Hemisphere. We have a server in the Southern Hemisphere. We have like 15 or 20 servers all over the globe. We are like, we're not messing around here. Let me tell you. This is serious business. Actually, you might have to define what CDN is on the podcast here because I was thinking, oh, initialisms and, you know, and acronyms, they may not be clear to everyone. So I actually did that little force press on the trackpad to see what came up. And the first thing that came up in the Apple Dictionary was CDN, abbreviation, Canada for International Vehicle Registration. So are we registered in Canada now? Uh, we are actually. Yeah, we do have stuff coming right. out of Canada. We have many- Hey, Scotty. Uh, yeah, we have many loyal listeners in Canada as well. Um, yeah, so it's a delivery network of caching servers so that wherever you are in the world- things will be closer to you and faster. Awesome. So, so if I wanted to try this system out right now, what, what would I do? How would I experience the speed? Is there uh, a website I, I think if you went out? and looked at any of the show notes, actually, where there are linked images, those should be lightning quick now. Okay, listen.hemistreetreviews.com. Mm-hmm. It's where you find all the best show notes. Mm-hmm. Just trying it out here. Let's see. Yeah, Episode we're also 73. running canyon.blog slash save via the <laughs> CDN as well. So, those that codes was will come fast. Up. 
You're telling me. Ooh, okay. Seems to be working. Lightning. Let me try another one. Ah, it's loaded before I could scroll to the image. Couldn't even get to it. It's already loaded. Goodness. That is how fast that is. And so what platform are we using for said CDN? We are using bunny.net. Okay, bunny.net. Bunny.net. Not a sponsor, but I would gladly accept them as one because they are fantastic. Do they have a referral code? (laughs) Anyway, when I hear bunny and net together, it actually reminds me of that old Telstra ad, Andrew. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No, don't think so. Not yet. The kid in the back seat. So the dad's driving his car to or from school and they're talking about... um, you know, why they, he says, why did they build the Great Wall of, of China, Dad? And the dad doesn't know the answer. And he's like, oh, that was in the time of uh, Emperor Nazi Goring. It was to keep the rabbits out. <laughs> what, what, did he, what did he reference for that? Did he just look down into nothing and then come up? Oh, with he's it? just driving and there's just this kind of awkward pause oh, where he's okay. like, I he's don't know. But he doesn't want to appear dumb or ignorant to his son. So he just makes it up. And the son's kind of like... Hmm. Okay, and he kind of goes down to keep writing on his little booklet. Mm, okay, got it. Because clearly there wasn't like, it's not like he had like a smartphone at that point in time. <laughs> he, no, so he's just no. like, but, uh. Yeah, it was in the time of Telstra Big Pond, like dial-up stuff, maybe just early broadband or something. But I love that they actually revisited the Nazi Goring theme. They brought it back or made references to the rabbits. It was good. Anyway, that's what I think when I hear bunny.net. So keeping the rabbits out. Hopefully that commercial is on YouTube so I can link it. And hopefully there's a referral code so I can link it. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the most linked thing in all of the show notes. Oh, my gosh. Andrew is linked in. He is. Yes. <laughs> That's a skill, Andrew. You should put referral code generation into yeah. your skills. Or I'll referral endorse you for code it. magnet or something. That's exactly a very good point, actually. I did. You may remember a few episodes ago, I asked for people to endorse me on LinkedIn. And a few people did do that, and I appreciated it greatly. They endorsed me for podcasting. For podcasting, yeah. Mm, it was sensational. It hasn't yet gotten me a job, hmm. but I feel it's just a matter of time. Well, I mean, this is technically a job. You just don't really get paid very much. Well, I'd get paid more if people started clicking those links. True. <coughs> or, alternatively, join oneprimeplus.com in the long where run. is it yeah exactly i was about to ask martin that where is oneprimeplus.com well i have a referral code uh to go back to what jason just said so jason like future jason doing the show notes can you please add a little timestamp in the notes that people can click to then go back in supported apps to what you just said as an answer on my behalf to andrew's question absolutely beautiful wow i'm conf- i'm entirely confused by that answer Beep, bop. Boop, beep, <laughs> boop, beep. Do you know the best thing about this? The best thing about this show is it's my turn to edit. And, and it's a tight it's like, 52. It's a tight... I mean, Every... A, I'm not going to edit. Fucking time. <laughs> what did you say, Mark? I actually swore on the record. And you know, you know the number of times Andrew said, oh, it's long this time that I'm editing. Always over an hour when I'm doing it. <laughs> it's never. Always. Should we just fill it with a bunch of bullshit? So he has to like... <laughs> Have you heard the good word about Apple Notes? <laughs> Martin, could you give us a deep dive on every default app that is in your dock right now? That would be really helpful, I think, for everybody. Right. Well, first up, we have a friendly dot that is always there. Finder. Finder is a great app, which is persistent throughout the system. Three, two, one. Next up. (laughs) What? I'm going to hit stop, That's rather rude, Andrew. I could go all day. Okay, so Final Cut Pro isn't default, so we'll skip over that one. But, Next up, I mean, Quick it's, Time. It, in a way, it's kind of the default Pro oh Video God. Editor on the Mac, really, right? That's true. I, I oh would, I would go as far as saying that. So, okay, I'm, what else I'm going to watch some basketball. Go this is boring. What's next? 
Quick time. I love a bit of quick time. Mm. Maybe I that's actually the true that. default editor. That could be the default editor. <laughs> what do you mean you I don't, Command Andrew? T. If you liked a quick time, you would have clicked stop on the recording by now. <laughs> no, I like a quick time when I'm editing, Andrew. Anyway. <laughs> next up, default next. app. Oh, music. Everyone's favorite. Oh, that's, now, that one's been a hit for a while. Yep. Next up, photos. I actually, I quite there, like Jason. photos. I got Andrew, that. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> Photos. I quite enjoy photos. There are some complaints about the interface. Um, I, I, I love photos personally. I, I love photos I like too. It a it's lot. great. You'll notice I'm doing it quickly. Uh, yeah. Next up, skipping, skipping, skipping. Pages. Now mm. I don't use pages all the time, but when there is a word processor, re- word pr- word processor required, mm. uh, I find it does the job really you nicely. Pages in the dock. My God. Yeah, pages in the dock. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Does Pages currently have a pen or a pencil? That's my big question. Now, this is actually a pet peeve of mine, oh, design-wise, God. right? Mm-hmm. So, if you look at the Pages icon, yeah. there is the pen, yeah. right? It's like the little twisty one. The twisty now, pen, Now, yeah. the direction that the line that it has drawn is going is actually, it's like it's it, being pushed it's, forwards it's pushed. on an angle. It's not good. Yeah. You don't like, exactly. that's not good. So there's to make to make it work, you kind of have to do a bit of inference or 3D imagination that it is like on an angle being tilted, like you're looking at it from a different it's a angle from what it actually issue. is. Yeah, it's like yeah, a 3D exactly. turned into a 2D that you have to like wrap your mind around Inception and then it works. Yeah, mm. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Next up is preview. Mm. I love a good PDF. I don't like it when it pops up on its own to the side. I want it oh. there all the time near the writing apps that I use. Okay. And then- Andrew looks like he's like in pain. Like he actually has, you know, like when you see those commercials for like where you're taking something like uh, a headache relief and it shows you that little animated path targeting the inflammation. That's he's, what he looks like right he's now. He's the inflammation. So he is the inflammation. Yeah. While you guys are talking about boring default apps, I've just done a yeah. score check and it's 57, 56. Okay, good. We're getting quarter. close. It's high scoring. We're, we're almost close. there. We've, we're like, Three to 17 more apps. We're right there. Go ahead. Just ra- sure. round us out. I'm actually not going to explain any of them. I'm just going to do it rapid fire so Andrew can go and you know, uh, take the appropriate okay. pill. Um, next up, we have messages, then mail, then calendar, mm, then messages, Safari. Um, messages I would on the wrong side. The worst app. Why is it on the wrong on side? On Mac OS. It needs to be on the left-hand side of your dock, not the right-hand side. No, wrong. Mine is dead center. You're both wrong. Okay. Dead center. Why is it wrong? Communications goes to the like that goes to the left <laughs> on on your computer. <laughs> That's like saying, "Oh, oh, your toilet's on that side of the house." That's wrong. <laughs> that actually could be true, depending on the the leveling of the ground. <laughs> That's right, but not everyone lives on the same hill or gradient, do they? It's so true. It needs to be adjusted, right? So you'd yeah. want to make sure you have that at the high ground. So that can Correct. all. Yeah, you don't want that on the low ground. That is no good. So, all right. I think we've given Andrew enough pain now and uh, extra stuff to edit. Okay. So you watch so, yourself, can so you? So our type 52 is now uh, type, type 57. 57. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. In. And you three, said you weren't going to edit the thing, so that's two, fine. Oh, God. One. Stop. <laughs>